This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on a podcast. It is a Monday, and there's no Al Dukes, as you will hear again in the warm-up coming up in just a couple of minutes, because he had, like, some doctor thing or something. I don't know, but he was off. Uh, so a rare day off for him when the rest of the show is here. And so Bob Dwyer joins me now. Bob, how are you? I'm well, Jerry. Thank you. I've got seven stories here. Okay. Um, but before we do that, I want to go back to something that happened on the show today about the percentage of douches that are out there. Mm-hmm. And you went extraordinarily high at 60%. My question to you, is that 60% of New Yorkers or the population? Well, I, I took it sort of one and the same. I don't really, where else am I going to, my, well, because I know here's, New York. He did, he put it as the 20 million New Yorkers. Of the 20 million New Yorkers in the tri-state area, how many are douche, douches? So you put it at 12 million. 60%, yes. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. Because I look at it as... That doesn't mean they're when always you're in, a douche. It when you're in means... Florida on vacation, or like I've driven to Florida twice, and maybe even three times, and it seems like once you get south and you stop, mm-hmm. people are just friendly. Yeah. As soon as you get back up here, no one's friendly. It's just it's it's a and weird just the actions thing. of like the, when you say you're like a douche, like it's just someone in line. Like you know, I was in line recently at the grocery, and store. and everybody's mean. And a register opened. Who's you know, running to it as opposed to the person who's next that the, should the, get the, it? The, the guy came up and said, we opened up another aisle. People from the back of this other right. aisle came and ran up. And you know what I said to the people? Because like, everyone kind of looked around like, gee, you know, I wasn't one of the people that was eligible to be, to move up. But the people in front of me, the line were, I said, don't worry. Those are the same people that don't let you merge on the highway. That is very true. That's, that's a douche. I agree. You know? I totally agree. And there are a lot of people. So I thought that was an interesting segment. Yeah, Boomer was all, he had it written down and everything. Did he really? <laughs> yes. Well, whatever. Uh, Bob, we always make fun. Uh, we say you live in Buffalo because you live about, what, 90 miles from here, 80 miles from uh, here? It's about 80, yeah. 80 miles from here. Now, when there are snowstorms, you get killed more than we do usually. Yes. And there are wild animals that you see in your neck of the woods that we really don't see yes. down here. I see. I, I Dead s- people? No. I no. swear. I see, Well, I think I, I've done research on it. I think it's a koi wolf that I see. A koi wolf? Yes, because it's not big enough to be a wolf, but it's not a coyote the thing has stared me down and in my car driving on the taconic that's a little freaky it stared me down to the point yeah i'm like i'm in a car moving and this thing looked at me like all right i'll get out of the way but just know i'm not thrilled about it and it was and that's what i mean like i said i think it might have been what they call a koi wolf which is obviously a combination of a coyote and a wolf fair enough that said how about this one we take you to somewhere in Texas. I have no idea where. A Texas man, his cable was out, and he was bothered. Nice day. Cable ain't working. 
So he goes into the crawl space, you know, into the house to kind of figure out what the hell's going on with these cables. And he found not one, not two, not three, not four, but 45 venomous rattlesnakes living under his house. Wow. Could you imagine? Like, how do you no. even live there? No, I even thought about. Oh, God. Even like, we've having... done stories on the podcast Al's talked about where, like, snakes coming up through the toilet. Yeah. 45 of them. Yeah, that's insane. See, that's the problem. Like, places you... like Arizona where Al wants to move to. I want to live in Florida, the, 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 the alligators near the lakes bother you know, you me if you got kids. these alligator shows, though. Like, I never, I, I love that Gator Boy show. I don't yeah. think it's on anymore. Every episode. No, no, I think it is where they go and, and hunt them. Well, they don't hunt them. They just, like, people call up and say, hey, I got a gator in my pool, and these guys got to go get. But my point is, every show was the same, and it, it worked. These guys are going to go get an alligator. Oh, my God, they're going to get it. They're going to wrestle. This guy's going to climb into water and wrestle an alligator. Like, the storyline was the same every time. Fine. I thought it was a great show. But when it's over, like, they have a woman. She's got two kids, a, bit, a dog. They take the alligator out of the pool or out of the backyard. And she'll say the same thing every time. Well, I'm just happy I can let. You can't let the kids back out. Like, I agree. Because that alligator's coming back. He's not. He wasn't the only one who figured out the route. Like they have a river in their backyard, and they're like, I don't understand where these alligators come from. So yeah, I couldn't imagine living in Florida. Like, how do you that. ever, if you think about it, how do you ever let your kids never out of your sight? If you so you got. By the way, Gator Boys is the show I'm talking that's about. That's the one I'm talking about. Is it that is? still on? Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought Gator Boys. They just hunt the gators and then they. Basically, hang them. No, they don't not hang the gators they like, like they a, show them. A reserve like for they didn't kill them or anything. Oh no, no, they would swamp people. Yeah, I don't that's know what that I'm one. talking about. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah, my no. bad. Swamp people. That's the one I'm talking about. It takes place in Louisiana. Okay, crazy. Yeah, these guys are like I said, the same story every time. But God, they're gonna get it. They're gonna catch an alligator. This Unreal. Goes into like swamps. and they sit there and they grab them and they tackle them and they know how they know the pressure points. Yeah. I always wonder how do you get to that point? Yeah, yeah. There had to be a. Um, you had to get. Yeah, do you not get your wait? You get your arm bit off. I'm like, oh, okay, now I it get doesn't it. regrow. <laughs> now I get it. Doesn't come back. <laughs> I know. And then their jaw, it won't open. You ever see that where yes. they can hold it with? That's like, why their they say finger. you can hold it with just two fingers because yeah. it's got no power. It's got no power. The if power's it, coming well, down it's on you though. Where they basically will just oh god, just horrible, horrible, horrible. So yeah, that was in Texas, and I like Texas. And I've actually said to my wife, I've been there about three or four times. I wouldn't mind moving to like Irving, like. You know, where the Cowboys Stadium is, that's Arlington snakes. now, but where they used to be. Some really nice suburbs. This stuff freaks you out, though. But how, yeah, how do you prevent – if a snakes are in the area, I don't care. Like, if you live in a, a place and your neighbors had snakes, you're going to get snakes. Like, the, you can't – your house, you can't prevent them in your house. From Texas to, to Tennessee, Bob, mm-hmm. a bakery's happy vasectomy cake goes viral. Wow. So their tagline is, we make cakes to celebrate any occasion. So a man in the area had a vasectomy done, and his wife bought him a cake, and they wrote on the cake, 100% juice, no seeds. Happy vasectomy day. Wow. Are you vasectomous? Have you had one? No, I have not. Have you contemplated that? You've got 17 children. Uh, I did contemplate it, but I didn't do it. Are you going to do it? Uh, No. You are not? Nope. Me neither. Yeah, no. I went to the doctor and everything for it. I had a friend have it done. It's just, it's not for me. It just seems unnecessary. Yeah. Like, if you end up with another kid, so be it. Well, I, I don't want to go that far because we already went down that road. Well, you have no choice. Yeah. No, I know. Well, I mean, you could do other things. And, yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, a friend of mine got it, but, and it seemed like on the surface, like, yeah, I'll totally go do that. But then when push comes to shove, you know, it comes up a lot around this time of year because people are like, oh, you get it with March Madness. You can sit home and watch. I don't get it. 
Well, people get it like on Thursday. Why? Because then they can be home and watch March Madness all week. You know, you got to be in bed. So it's anyway. a planned couple of days so, off. Yeah, hey, I'm going to get the. That's not. Bi- it's not. I had a friend of mine got it done on his lunch hour. Yeah, well, like that's and what went I mean. back to work. A buddy of mine got it and was, you know, like a day or two. He was like I said, it wasn't a bad service. My best buddy tells me, yeah, it's not bad at all. Go do it. Yeah, no problem. You know, and I just I never uh, we we explored other options because it was becoming more and more realistic that I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, I went and I couldn't do it. I talked to the doctor, yeah. and he explained the whole thing, and this is going to bruise, and this is going to swell. Why? Never, Why am yeah. I doing this? And it's very interesting, too. They don't allow you to make the appointment or have it done the first time you go. Oh, they You have to go to. think about it. Really? And make the second follow-up appointment. At That's least like this doctor. And it, I've actually dealt with two doctors for this, and both That's of them said the same thing. Here's all the information. It's reversible, though. Think about it, and then Isn't come it? back. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems unnatural to me. Yeah. So the vasectomy, the vasectomy cake. Vasectomy's not for me, Jer. Um, here's one. We're not exactly the fittest group around. Mm-hmm. Al's in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're fat pigs, but we're also no. not Steve Weatherford. Let's put it that way. No, by no means. How about this? Now, we always talk about on this podcast how as we are aging, fitness, nutrition, medicine, everything is every day gets better and better. Our awareness our education, all of it is better and better and better. And Al, at one point, I keep mentioning him because we do this on the podcast. He had come up with pictures a few months ago of his parents at 50 and his grandparents at 50 as he is approaching 50. And it's remarkable how he looks at them like, wow, they look old. Mm-hmm. And he's 50 and doesn't feel 50 or really look 50. And I believe that, too. When I look at myself now compared to pictures from 30 years ago, mm-hmm. it's different, but it's not. You don't look like an old man. How about this guy? Guy's from Minnesota. He's 71 years old. He set the Guinness World Record for planking. Okay. Now, if I asked you right now to go down and do a plank, how long do you think you could hold the plank for? I've never tried. I don't know. You probably know. What's an average? I mean, I'm not in terrible shape. I could, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute. Is that Okay. I think if you could do a minute, that would be a great starting point. Okay. I'm not sure that you could do a minute, but okay. a minute would be. Yeah, I'm not bragging. I don't know. I've never tried. I don't know what like. A it's normal... hard. I mean, it's very difficult until you build up to a certain point. Gotcha. It's really difficult to hold your body weight up on your arms. Or in this case, he went with the low elbow plank, yeah. which is probably tougher on your core yeah. than the okay. regular plank, which is tougher on your shoulders and your arms. What do you think he did it for? It's longer than a minute, obviously. Old. He's 71. And you're making a story of it, so. Because it's not a minute. A minute like would be good for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, 14 minutes. First, I'll tell you the previous record was 36 minutes and 58 seconds. Oh, that's record. Yeah. This isn't a 71-year-old record. No, it's that was just the record. The record. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. In his age group. Yeah, okay. Well, what's I don't his know what age the age group, group is. 71? He's 71. The age group is old. Okay. Um, <laughs> he surpassed 38 minutes. Wow. Dude, that's incredible. Is he in great shape? Is there a picture of him? Well, there's a picture of him planking with the with the clock. You can't really tell, but I mean, just the fact that he could do this. Why don't you see if you can do it? I'll I'll time you right now. Okay. So while Bob gets down on the ground, so you know how to do a plank, right? On your elbows. Let's see. Bob is right now. Yes. All right. Hold on. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Because I gotta. I'm gonna count it. All right. You tell me when you're ready. All right. Here we go. In three, two, one. Planking has begun for Bob Dwyer. We'll see if he can get near the 38 minutes. If he can, what? you're feeling it already? You just started. You're seven seconds in. So Bob is right now planking for 10 seconds. 
and his butt's coming up in the air already. And he no, it's a plank. You can't you can't move up and down. You have to stay in that position you're in and hold everything tight. Ridiculous, but you know the workout you're giving your core right now. Bob's face right now is bright red as he's looking down. He has surpassed thirty seconds. Can you get to a minute? Do you think? Do you think you can get to a minute? You got twenty five seconds to get to a minute. Yeah, I think you're going to be okay. I watching you now. I would say you could probably do two or three minutes easy. I know you don't want to, but I think you. That's it. You're done. Yeah. It's forty eight seconds. You didn't even get to a minute. We know I could have gotten. But you didn't get to it. Oh, now now you tell me you have a hernia. Now that you've done forty eight seconds, what do you think thirty eight minutes is like? That's incredible. Yeah. Right. Wow, you're out of breath. Well, not out of breath. Oh, you know what we played over the weekend, I guess, was Saturday or Friday. I forget. Friday was the nice day, right? Friday? Uh, yeah. I think Friday was. Played basketball, a game knockout. Oh, it's a great game. I never played that before. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. Good workout, too. Very good workout. You can play it on any level. Like yeah, well. Any, I, my I, daughter played that on her. And when she played, you know, like fourth grade girls playing. I lost to a bunch of seven-year-olds. Yeah, well, hey. Like legitimately. Lost to a bunch of seven. I was going to say, you see, they have that at like basketball camps. NBA players will play it. And Do you they see, really? You can lose, like I said, because yeah. if, if you miss your shot and it takes a bad carom, all the guys got to do is hit a free throw. Terrible. Yeah, it's a well, fun we game. played the way we did it was adults had to hit three pointers, the, kids, the kids free throws. Free throw. That's a good idea. Which, is, which I thought was fair. Yeah, I like that. Are you a coupon guy? No. I mean, I know what coupons are. No, I, I, I hope you know what they are. You never use them. No, no. My wife will have coupons. We actually, this, the grocery store I go to now has the reward thing where you don't have to have coupons. Okay, some stores so are I like saved that. Seven bucks yesterday, grocery shopping. A shopper at a New York State grocery store saved twenty cents on Crisco oil using a coupon from thirty-six years ago that had no expiration date. That's great. That is great. Wow. How about the balls to show up with a coupon from 36 years ago? Imagine what the coupon looked like. It doesn't look terrible. It looks weathered a bit, which I can show so you. Where, is... where was it? Like, did he have it in his coupon drawer? He must have. He probably wow, found it in a draw. The coupon issued by Procter and Gamble in 1983 stated no expiration date. So he decided to take it to the store. The store accepted it, and the customer saved it. It's 20 cents. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed. At that? Well, I mean, if you're holding on to those coupons, it's probably not the first thing that he's done. That's, yeah, I suppose. Be, I'm saying there's probably no shame in that man. Could be a candidate for the, uh, what's that show? Hoarders? Hoarders, yeah. Well, you... no, because a hoarder wouldn't have been able to get rid of it. They would have to hang on to it, I think. Uh, I said a coupon, though? I think, well, hoarders, they hold on to everything. But a coupon? I don't know. You get those I Bed Bath & Beyond show. coupons? You get you 20% show. off? Oh, you get like 100 of them. They do. They're, They're nonstop. Do. Nonstop. Well, I just think they mark everything up. Because you, uh, you can't just give twenty percent off every. I mean, you walk into the well, store. Well, it's one item. But they give them like they're so help. They're great at the counter, and they'll we can combine this coupon with that coupon. They have to. Fa- they're not going to train their employees to for them to lose. No, money. but it's very easy to just. All you got to do is compare. What do you mean compare? Oh, where to where? Compare the product prices yeah. to other places to see if they're. I don't think they are marking up. I think there's so much markup already in the product that they. Yeah. That's a great store. That I they're love, doing just my fine. My wife and I, we go we go shopping once a year for Christmas. You know, like we don't really shop much, but like on our there's a Bed Bath and Beyond on our route home, and we go and in. That's there your just, place. 
But it's funny, you go in there just like, oh, we got to get something for your mother or something. But then, like, I'm like the worst going down there. I'm like, look at these, look at these, these, you know, dish towels. How about this for the, the bathroom? And So that's it. You knock everything out in Bed Bath & Beyond well, in one night. Well, that's the final store. Like, that's and then it. And go through and it's, you get things you don't think you would get. You're like, oh, look at this cutting board. I do like that they have the as seen on TV section. Yeah. You know what else has that? Some of those are good. Some of them are stupid. But... The Rite Aid I go to has, uh, because I, I like the belt. The what? Have you seen the belt that they have? It's non. It the belt? It's a belt. It's the as seen on TV, but it doesn't have, it just, it clicks. Right. So it doesn't have, like, you don't have to, you just like. It There's no notches like and holes. There's no notch. So you could like, I could, I thought I had it on now, but I don't, but like. I guess you don't like it that much. You, well, because no, these pants fit well. They no. don't, they don't fall what off. What size waist are you these days? 33, 34, somewhere around there. Really? But on the way home, I can unclick the thing. And it unloosens the belt because it just goes into a track. Why do you unhook the thing on the way home? Because it, it starts to bug the belt. A bit. <laughs> it's a long ride. It's almost 80 miles. But I'm saying they have the – so before the – now I really tell you, before we went to Boomer's thing, like I have one of these belts, and it's brown. I had gotten it years, a couple of years ago, and I love it. And I wear it. You know, when I need to wear a belt, that's the belt I wear. Well, I needed to wear a belt with uh, to go to Boomer's dinner that night. So my wife had to go running out. I said, and do me a favor. Stop at Rite Aid. And grab me one of those as seen on TV belts. My wife's like, "What in the world are you talking?" About? The best part is, I could totally see her doing yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, "What are you?" Because there's a store as seen on. She TV. must. Have, I know. I and see then, in the mall. She's like, "So you're?" I said, "Yeah." There's a whole, and then she came home. She's like, "Yeah, they got a lot of stuff." In that, like, Some of the stuff. Here's the problem with it: the stuff is good. The stuff doesn't last though. Yeah. yeah. The stuff all works like they show you on TV, but come back a year later, it doesn't. I tell you this belt though, because I beat it up. I'm telling you, though, like, that was my belt. Now I have two of them. Like, I figured they're going to last forever. You know what didn't last? The spongy hose. The spongy hose. Remember the hose that yeah. you could I curl up into those. a ball? I had two of them. And they, Terrible. They, but you know what they I got split. instead of? I got, there's, like, a metal one. It looks like uh, it's full metal. It's, like, the same. I think that it's probably the same company. And we're like, well, we screwed up on that. So it's a full metal, but it's it'll never kink. And it's a good, like, 20-foot hose. I use that on the end of my hose to hook up to the power wall. Got it power washer my power washer died after boomer gave me the power washer in 2008 I say, you've had to, i really last my year washer still, my power washer's on its last leg no mine my le- the leg broke last yeah. year yeah yeah that was the end of it it's a great pretty good though 10 years yeah it's not i've had mine for more than that though i'll right, tell you, you show that. off well i'm not showing off i just know i had mine when you got yours i don't even my wife loves that. that's her therapy Loves power that. washing yeah I like, like painting. look around for things. She'll do the fence. That's how it starts. So we have, you know, the, the. Uh, and she'll go into business. And then she'll. You ever like, think of starting a business? Oh yeah, we've thought about it. Bob and Liz power washers. Yeah, well, not, not, let's not go that. You real power it's couple. More of, then she'll like. Then I'll be bringing her all the. Chairs Could you work and, with your wife every day? No. You kill very, each other? No, I don't know that I. We'd kill each other. I just. I don't know that we could. You get. I don't know if along. I'd want to work with her. But if you had your own business. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we had our own business and we went into it together, like, okay, this is what we're going to start. Yeah, absolutely. I could spend every day with her, no problem. I just, I, I when you said, could you work with her, my wife does. I don't mean here. She works at a women's, like, man. That's not what I mean. Women's imaging. So, no, I wouldn't be allowed to work That's there, not what right? I meant. But, yeah, no, I don't know if I could. Uh... All right, last story for you. A distillery announcing its giant mixing truck, like a cement truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to tour Florida. They make... Monkey shoulder whiskey. And, and so this, truck. it's a, what's that? And they're going to have it in the truck. They're filling <laughs> the cement loader with whiskey. And they're going to tour Florida. And they'll be serving cocktails called the Mixed Up Money. 
That's called that's the drink. It's called it's a new drink they've created, and it is the monkey shoulder whiskey with some syrup, lemon juice, soda, and mint leaves. And so they're calling it. Let's see. It was unveiled at Arizona Cocktail Week, and they're going to be roaming Florida, Orlando, where you can stop by and grab a sample. Really, that's kind of cool looking. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a gimmicky. It is gimmicky, but yeah. so is the the Nathan's hot, not Nathan's, the Oscar yeah. Mayer yeah, truck no, that drives around the area. It's just weird, the liquor, though. So where, what, are they going to set up at, like, festivals and stuff? And, oh, I don't know. I didn't read the rest of the story. Oh, I kind of pulled an L on that one. You can't just, like, headline in the first the paragraph. Hey, Jared, there's the whiskey truck. Yeah. Let's grab a, let's grab some before we head home. For all I know, there's no alcohol in it. you got to add the whiskey. I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. But it's still a cool concept. Yeah, absolutely. We were at, I was with these friends Friday, and they were talking about going away for, like, a long weekend. Here were the choices. I'm curious where you stand, because I went with none of the above. Uh-huh. Tennessee, wow. Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. New Orleans, which, I mean, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of good. And then the other one was a town, I forget where, a town in South Carolina that was supposedly lively. I never heard of it. Any of those interest you? Too far for a weekend. Too far? No, they're not. To go on Thursday and come back Sunday? Yeah. I'd, go to, I'd go to California for a weekend. Oh, you want to go flying. Yeah, I'm thinking well, yeah, we're not driving to well, I don't Louisiana. Wanna, if I'm doing a weekend, I'm not. If I'm going oh, maybe they, a, no, you know what? It wasn't South Carolina. They wanted to go, uh, go to Atlanta and do Buckhead and all those places. I had no interest in any of them. Yeah, well, I don't have any interest in that. And I don't have any interest in flying anywhere for a uh, weekend. Forget the flying for a second. Okay. Just the, the city and going with friends. Like Nashville, I think of the three. I've been to New Orleans, and so have you. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I don't ever yeah, need to see it again. That's what it is. Atlanta, I just came back. Don't need to see it again. <sighs> I guess I guess Nashville would be the one. Yeah, you could see. But I'm not a I'd country music go, guy. Me neither am I. That's what I'm saying. Like there'd have to be something that really drew me there, because otherwise, well, like, what are you doing? You're the going... friends and the bars is what's. Yeah, but that's draw what, you what there. I'm saying. Like, so what are we doing? We're gonna go there and then we're gonna meet up and we're gonna go out to a restaurant and eat dinner and then stay in a hotel. We could do that at our house. We could go out to a restaurant with. But friends. you're gonna see Nashville. But that's what I'm saying. There has to be a draw to where I'm right. going, like Nashville. But I'm not really into country music, so. So you're with me. None of them really interested. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be interesting. So what do I? I got to come back with a suggestion. Oh, they want you to. Oh. Well, it was kind of like if you're not okay. So listen, you're not interested. Well, then, then where do you want to go? Do? I said Vegas. I have no interest in Vegas either. Have you ever been there? So you're going with friends, like what, like uh, adult couples for a weekend away? No, we're gonna take our friends' children. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't go anywhere. I would no, have you anywhere. been to Vegas? Nope, never been to Vegas. Uh, you might actually like it. Knowing you the way I know you, you'd probably like it. Yeah, I don't. I think I'd get bored with it. Though. I'm not really into like partying. Like I like to have a drink. Like but the just, next guy, you don't but... have to stay up all night. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. I may or be going could, to Colorado. Or we could just crash your place, and your place is so lively. Well, my place isn't that lively. Either, <laughs> I might be going to Colorado with my wife in a couple months. For how long is that drive? No, we're gonna fly. Oh, you are. <laughs> I got to decide how long I'm going for though. When are you going there? Uh, sometime in July, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suggest a week. Well, no, this is a, a trip for her job, so they have five. She has to go for five days, so oh, it's a matter you get of the how freebie long I want to go. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's I don't know. It's gonna kind of there's gonna be nothing to do other than, I guess, smoke pot because it's legal there, and she's gonna be at meetings all day. You know, I'm not bringing my kids with me. Go hang out by the pool. Yeah, I guess so. Go to a Rockies game. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find stuff to do. Yeah, it'll be fun. We gotta just you know time away from the kids, but yeah. Bob hopping from uh, pot store to pot store. Let's have the brownie. I'll be going to the pot store. Where are to the, the hotel? To the oh pot store, to the hotel, and that'll be it. Uh, okay. I got to go. All right. Uh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, anytime. Appreciate the warm-up it. show is coming up next. 
I don't do the whole see a thing. So if you could take the Coca-Cola out of your face for one second, and then on my count, if you could do the see ya, and then the warm up with me, Eddie, and Bob coming up next. Three, two, one. See ya. Right. That was a good one. That's fine. All right. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. There we go. We got another week started on a Monday morning. No Al, though. He is not in. I don't know where he is. He's off today, and that's fine. He's lazy. Uh, so I suppose, but he's not in today for whatever reason. So Bob Dwyer and Eddie Scazzeri are with me in the control room. One thing before we get to some of the topics, we had the Mikey Strong uh, event on Friday night at the rock, which was tremendous Had a really good time. I found it curious and interesting though. And Eddie was there. Bob was not, but Eddie was there and we were supposed to be on radio.com myself and, and geo and, and Al was supposed to be there. You declined, which was fine. Your friend was there. So that was cool. Al ran from the broadcast. That was shocking to me. Wanted no part of putting the headsets on. And we had Matt Lachlan there who was kind of helping us out. Did a great job. And and that was so great of him to show. No, we didn't know he was coming. No, I had no idea. And to have a, you know, a hockey guy there, you know, and he started the broadcast before we were even ready. Right. We were supposed to go up about 10 minutes before the game started. We look up. Matt Lachlan was on the air already doing the whole thing on radio.com, which was awesome. And so I went up to kind of help out. I figured... He's by himself. We're part of this event. So I go up, put the headsets on, and we kind of did 10 or 15 minutes. And then Gio comes up, was gracious. Mikey came on. And I looked to Al. I said, here, you want the headsets? And he goes, nope, I'm good. And I didn't see him again for a half hour. He, like, took off. It's not like him to run away from a microphone. But he was getting attention in other ways. Well, he, people were coming and taking pictures. Oh, yeah, many, many people. But Izzo had the camera out, and that's usually right up his alley, and he wanted no part of it. So kind of interesting, but it really was a great night on Friday, uh, fifth straight year that we have done that, uh, and so a good time had by all. Uh, a couple of things, and I mentioned Bob Dwyer's in the control room too, and I, Eddie, is there any chance you watched Duke-UCF yesterday? Almost the whole thing, yes. Did you really? Yes. All right, so explain this to me as, well, Bob's a big basketball guy, and Eddie, you watched it yesterday. You got this kid, Tucko Fall, who I never heard of before the tournament, to be honest. He's seven foot six, and in the early part of this game, Every time he gets the ball, he holds the basketball like a tennis ball and literally dunks down at the rim. It's not even like he's got to jump all that much. Why is the game plan not to just lob it into this kid every single trip down the floor? Well, he's a little stiff. He's awkward. I agree. But if he's got position two feet from the basket and he's throwing the ball down, and there was one shot where he was guarding the inbounds passer. It looked like a father and his newborn child. Just let him post up, hold the ball high above his head, and just dunk it down every time. Yeah, they got to steal late on that, too. They tried to lob it into him, and they didn't throw it high enough. Right. Like, like you said, how can you not throw it high I enough? I don't know, but yeah. they blew it, and they should have won the game. They yeah, didn't win the game, and he fouled out on a stupid foul. And then he wasn't there for that big rebound. And then rebound. he wasn't there for the big play. But there, were exactly some, there right. are sometimes, like, when he brings the ball down, he's vulnerable because they can steal it easy. Which, which is they, why I said, hold the ball over your head. But it's having... Not, Having said all any faults he has, I heard on the broadcast when he was in the game, they were plus 16. Yes, because they could even Zion Williamson, who went at him a, a little bit, even he was curling and peeling it back outside because you see this giant guarding the rim. And, you know, whether it was Barrett looking to drive, there was one Barrett on the left wing started to drive towards the basket. And I wish there was a camera on his face because it seemed like he looked up and was, oh, no, 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 and took it right back to the outside. It's like a cartoon. Yes. And the one dunk attempt that Zion did uh, 
have against him. That did not go well for Zion. No, it didn't because he's seven foot six. He I'm just gonna, stood there. Yeah, I'm going to post great. a photo. You see Irvine, who's in this tournament too, or was in this tournament. I think it was UC Irvine that Columbia played in the CIT championship three or four years ago, and they had a kid, and he didn't play much because he was awkward and didn't have a whole lot of skill, but I think he was seven five or seven six. and I took a picture of the team lined up for the national anthem, and it was absurd. And these guys are 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and then all of a sudden this guy's seven six, and they kind of locked arms for the national anthem, and the guy to his left was like, reaching up because you couldn't reach his shoulder. So yeah, did you see when Taco was doing the high fives? It was like his at his shoulders. Right. And they're you know, going vertical. Going, yes, it was funny. It looked and like awkward, but other, he can't high five. The other thing, speaking of awkward, I saw the Andre the Giant documentary when I was on one of these trips at Rutgers this year. And a lot of the piece was how he came to be and how his stardom came to be with, with wrestling and everything. And then they took about a 15-minute chunk that discussed how – really how awful it was to live at that size and the things you don't think about that you're pretty much a sideshow everywhere you go. And so you're watching this and we're just looking at this in basketball terms, but you do think about it. Seven foot six, the guy goes to the bathroom. He's literally two feet above the top of the wall and, you know, in the, in the stall. I mean, everything he does, he gets in a car. He can't fit. How about getting a hotel? What kind of bed are you going to sleep? How about taking a shower? Yeah. I mean, you've got to duck your head all the way down. How about getting on a plane? And I'm in a 747. I mean, like, uh, you know, one of those two seats and one mm-hmm. which a lot of these college teams take. It's got to be just a Considering, too, life. that his life was travel. You know, Well, that, a lot of it, sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was like the little things you think about. And he's – how he – one of the guys that I was talking to yesterday after the game was over, and I kind of had – I was out doing stuff yesterday um, – family-wise, and one of the guys said, how is this guy not the number one pick in the draft? Like Zion Williams and Zion Williams, and he will be, of course. But it's like, you never even heard of this kid, for the and most he, part. I mean, you say he was awkward. He was pretty athletic for that size. For that size, You he know, was. it wasn't like he was, you know, falling all over himself. Correct. Like, that first dunk he had off the it rebound. Awesome. It was like, oh, he just did it all in one motion. <laughs> it's like a golf ball. Yeah, it was like a Nerf. It felt like playing Nerf hoop. And he doesn't have to jump to dunk. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't. His arm reach, I think he, I believe he reaches above the rim. So when he jumps, he's dunking, literally coming down. And I know when you jump, you're coming down anyway. But some of these guys got to reach over. He's reaching down through the rim. So anyway, it was, it was entertaining uh, at the very least. And boy, the tournament needed it because the tournament has stunk so far. Uh, did you see the Lonzo and LaMelo ball story and the big baller brand story? I did not. No, neither did I. Really? No, not yet. Uh, that surprises me. All right, so just quickly, uh, one of the guys who has a 16% stake in big baller brand apparently stole $1.5 million from the account, which was, which the kid on Lakers, Lonzo? That was his portion of the money gone. He's been fired. He's been let go. But then the other part of this that's come out of it over the weekend is that uh, he's leaving Big Brawler brand for Nike. <laughs> that's, I mean, come on. Gotta, it's your family. Got to make that 1.5 uh, back. Uh, you do. And then the other thing that came out is the uh, the Better Business Bureau has given Big Brawler brand a failing grade. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> but we all knew this when it happened. So you haven't spent 500 bucks on your sneakers. Because no. nobody likes sneakers more than Bob Dwyer. No, I would not spend $500. Would you spend $200 on them? No, I don't think would so. Would you buy them? No. Hence why Big Baller brand yeah. is nothing. 
And yeah, I mean, it's not. And then there. the fact that he wasn't on board from day one, that, that remember when he was like in his summer league playing with a different pair of sneakers? And he's like, yeah. no, I don't in have Vegas, to wear right? them. Yeah, I don't have yeah. to wear them. It's like, well, wait a minute. If he's not on board to. What was he wearing? Was he wearing the LeBrons? I think he, yeah, I think he had Nikes or of some Jordans, sort. Or the maybe. Might have been the jump, the jump, uh, jump, jump mans. Yeah, but he was said he was able to wear anything. He could wear a Nike, he could wear Adidas, and the big baller brand, whatever he was feeling that day. All right, so does LeVar Ball now make the talk show rounds now? Because I how sure do you defend not. this? I'm so tired of this guy. I understand, yeah. but you know how it oh, works. Oh, no, he'll be out there. Yeah, no, I know. He's I would a draw. Actually, you know, that, that <laughs> he is a draw because, like he you said, I would like to see him squirm. And, okay, how are you going to sell this, that your son, your only NBA, I think that's got to be his only NBA guy on the payroll. Right now, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's got his other two Have sons. you seen anybody else wearing big baller brand in the <laughs> no, NBA? I have, I have not. <laughs> We've already given it too much time. And then one other one before we take a uh, quick break, really not so quick. Um, John Mara, I'm, how many days are we going to come in and talk about Eli Manning? It just does not go it doesn't away. End. It just doesn't end. And then one time I hit my head against the table a few times and did the whole Eli sucks thing, which I didn't mean that. I meant that that's what we were going to hear all morning. And I mean, John Mara with this whole thing. I mean, he's like angry with the media for the way they've portrayed this. Uh, like, how, do you, how do you not talk about it? I don't know. Now we don't have the audio, so that helps a little bit. But, I mean, all in on Eli, and that's fine. And then discussing uh, the whole Odell Beckham Jr. thing, that he was reluctant to trade him, which is odd because of the comments last year about being tired about talking about Odell Beckham Jr. I think that's just a CYA. Uh, it could be, although he did reveal that he's got one grandson who still has not spoken to him since the trade. That's kind of funny. Yeah, so maybe that's where his – I can't believe he was reluctant. You're the owner. You've, I, I don't know. That's he, uh, that's after the fact. I. I believe it from the standpoint of Odell Beckham Jr.'s a show. And at the end of the day, it's entertainment. Something something tells me that grandson is going to come around. (laughs) Probably so. Well, never mind. All right, we'll take a quick break. (laughs) Shut up, Eddie. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, i got a couple more stories from you, including one from the AF uh, that I'm sure Eddie was all up on. Although it was a Sunday night game, I believe, he goes to bed at 6 p.m., might not have saw it. If not, we will inform him of it next. And then Boomer and Geo on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, here we go. we got another minute to the top or so. Duke holding off. I shouldn't even say holding off. Beating UCF 77-76. Actually had to come back late for that win. 32 for Zion Williamson as they do advance the NCAA tournament moving through. Uh, Rob Gronkowski announcing his retirement on Instagram. John Mara talking a whole bunch of stuff, which we will get to as well. Noah Syndergaard questioning the Mets travel itinerary. We can discuss that as well. Clippers beat the Knicks 124-113. The Islanders shut out the Coyotes 2-0. Remain a point behind. Washington with six games to go. Got about 45 seconds or so left with the two guys inside the AF. They go to overtime for the first time last night. Eddie, did you see any of this? Did not. You did not. Okay. Are you aware of how they're doing the overtime from the 10-yard line? I was not aware of any overtime rule Right. So they're doing it like college, and you get the possession for possession, and you get four downs to score from the 10-yard line. I understand that I'm probably a dinosaur at this point. What the hell was wrong with sudden death? Honestly. Like, why are we reinventing the wheel Couldn't seven agree more. different you ways? You play yeah. 60 minutes of football if you can't decide it. Drastic measures. Are- and how about this? If you don't like it, stop the other team. And I hate the uh, college rule. I hate this even more. Well, this more. is what the, the AF is doing now. Line. And BS. now we'll see if the NFL is going to do it. Yeah. Which I can't imagine they time, would. Time to go. 